all salespeople. I'm calling all salespeople. Get prepared for a slim, bald-headed brother with skills. Wearing a tailored suit, polished shoes, and gold watch. Last seen in Atlanta, boarding a plane, on his way to do another training. Sales pros, tighten up. Happy Tuesday, sales pros, and welcome to episode 77 of the Sales is Simple podcast. I am your host, Tamon Jamison, and I want to sincerely welcome you to another episode on our weekly podcast talking about how we can become sales professionals and connect with our clients on a professional level. For those of you who have been listening religiously to the podcast over the past year, I want to welcome you back to this week's episode. Thank you for your continued support. And if this is your first time, I want to welcome you to the Sales of Simple podcast where we strive to talk about specific strategies and techniques that you can use today to go out and make a sale or increase the commission that you do make from the sale that you consummate with your clients. If you have not yet subscribed to the podcast, please take a moment and subscribe on whatever platform you are listening to the podcast on. And I would definitely appreciate a rating and review to let me know what you like about the podcast, what questions you may have, or what you may want to hear about in upcoming episodes. Also, the Sales Pro Academy is live and will deliver valuable content to you every week for 16 weeks. You can go click the link in the notes or go to salespro.academy to register. Also want to give you guys a heads up that uh, I will be having a book coming out later this year. I have finished the manuscript. It is going through uh, proofreading and editing right now that we'll be going to design as well as publishing and then release. So stay tuned for that. It will be called uh, Sales is Simple, so make it nice and easy. And that will be released later on this year, but I will definitely keep you posted as we get closer to that release date. So today I want to talk about follow-up, and I want to use two examples that have occurred recently over the past couple of weeks that will give you some ideas and some insight into why follow-up is so critical to your success. The first one I want to talk about is a positive situation. And most of you are in an industry where during the holidays, things started to slow down. People were kind of taking a break saying, hey, let me get through the holidays. Touch base with me back on the first of the year. Get back and, you know, if you sell real estate, you sell insurance, um, even some of car sales, you know, people will say, hey, you know, now's not a good time. And I want to go ahead and and make a move after the first of the year for those that did not take advantage of the end of the year sales and deals. I, too, ran into several customers during the holiday season who said, hey, you know, get back in touch with me after the first of the year. And one specifically that I want to bring up was a cold lead. It was actually a purchase lead that we got. And I reached out to this individual about mid-December, early to mid-December. And just introduce myself. Now, a little bit of backdrop about the organization. This is a 15-year-old company. Um, The owner is not really involved in the day-to-day, still does things like um, high-level decisions, but has general managers and managers and supervisors to kind of handle the day-to-day operations. So when I first called, and this was a cold call, I had to get through the gatekeeper to get to the owner. So used, you know, trainings that I've done over the years to get through and speak to the owner. 
introduced myself, let her know that I would like an opportunity to try to earn her business. And so I got the typical response around that time of the year, which was, hey, get back in touch with me during the holidays. I actually um, are looking, am looking to make a move probably in February. So if you call me mid-January, we can kind of talk a little bit more. Now, this is one of hundreds of leads that I reached out to with many of them not giving me that type of response. Many of them, the phone numbers were disconnected. They were out of business. Um, they didn't pick up the phone. I had to leave a voicemail. They weren't interested. You know, all the things that we go through trying to prospect new business. And this was probably the one good prospect that I had based on all the leads that we got. Now, it's very easy for us as salespeople to kind of brush that off and say, okay, well, you know, she said call back first of the year. They were probably just blowing me off, just didn't want to talk to me right now, hoping that I did not call them back. And I want you to remember that part, hoping that I did not call them back because there are so many salespeople who literally will forget to call somebody back. They will not put a notation in their CRM. They will not put a notification or a reminder on their phone. Or they just decide this may not be a good lead, so I'm not going to follow up. Okay, now I'm human and you guys all know that there are times when you just don't feel like dealing with a customer, especially a cold prospect, when you don't have a good relationship yet. You don't want to make that phone call. You don't want to go out and see them. You don't want to schedule the appointment. You rather just say, eh, let's move on. Let me try somebody else. So rather than do that. I went ahead and called, which I would recommend that you guys do when a customer says to call them, call them back. So I called this individual, again, went through the gatekeeper, got to the owner, let him know I was following up based on the conversation that we had. She agreed, yes, I appreciate you calling me back because I do want to move forward with seeing what kind of proposal you can get for me. So gathered some information, got the proposal, and I'm currently working on getting something done for her by the time that her other policy expires. Now, the important part about this also is that when I did speak to her, she was under the impression that her current information was going to expire at the end of February. When we got on the phone and reconvened, she said, I had looked at the information and it's actually going to expire the first part of February. So in essence, we needed to move a little faster than anticipated at the end of last year. So gathered all the information that I needed to get the proposal together and I'm currently working on getting something together for this client. Now, again, the importance of that is to not get distracted, not get disheveled when it's time to follow up with the customer. Because especially if the customer says, please follow up with me, and as a sales amateur, You'll make all the excuses in the world why you can't make the call and what could possibly happen when you make the call. So you don't know if they're going to say yes. You don't know if they're going to say no. You don't know if they're going to answer the phone. You don't know if you're going to get their voicemail. You don't know if their phone's going to be disconnected. You don't know any of that. So the only way to find out what's going to happen is to pick up the phone and call them. It's to do what you said you're going to do and follow up with them. So that was a positive follow-up situation that I want to share with you guys, kind of illustrating why it's important to follow up with the customer. Because you don't know what kind of sale can transpire from that one customer or leading to 
customers that they can refer you to. So speaking of referrals, I'm going to go right into my second example that I want to use today. And this one is more of a negative situation. So again, this is a personal um, example of when I was actually looking for a vendor to provide me with a service that I had been shopping for. I found somebody who could do what I needed them to do. We met, we went over some information as far as what could be provided to me. And the individual explained to me that they would get a quote over to me within the next 48 hours. I understood because it was kind of a custom situation and there was no cookie cutter uh, quote that could be sent out. So I was amenable to that and said, okay, no problem. Uh, just email me over a quote and we can uh, possibly move forward once I see what the pricing structure is and exactly what it is that you're going to offer. Now, the interesting part about the conversation that I was having with this vendor was that I currently explained while we were talking that I already had a referral for this individual. I already had somebody who was in the same exact position that I was in who was looking for the same type of information that this vendor was going to provide to me. And so, in essence, this vendor may get two sales out of one, okay? It was just a matter of getting in touch with me, giving me the information that I needed, and then the referral was waiting to see kind of how everything transpired before they proceeded to start talking to this vendor about the services they provide. Now, here's where the bad stuff comes in because within 48 hours, I never got an email. Another 24 hours went by, no email. Now, you guys know that I'm a sales professional by trade and I understand when things can kind of get off the rails as a salesperson. You're forgetful, situations come up, emergencies happen, client emergencies where you have to deal with and you honestly forget that you were supposed to provide a client with a proposal or you were supposed to call them back or you were supposed to get them the information that they needed. So I went ahead and reached out to this vendor and explained to them and reminded them that I do have a referral waiting for you and as soon as I can get the information from you, I have already spoken to the referral the referral is anxiously waiting for us to start communicating so that they can be involved with communicating with the vendor as well. Of course, the vendor replied back, thank you very much for the referral. At this point, a potential referral. Thank you very much for the referral. I'll definitely have the information out to you by the end of the week. Once again, no information. Now, this has been going on for a few weeks now, probably close to a month. And I've not heard back from the vendor. So naturally, what do you think is going to happen now? A couple things that are going to transpire as a result of this transaction or the lack thereof. First thing is I'm not going to do business with this person. Second thing is my referral is going to ask me how it went. And they're not going to do business with this person. Third thing that's going to happen is now I'll have to research another vendor who can provide me with the information that this vendor already pretty much had in the palm of their hand. All they had to do was follow up. And a simple follow up would have transpired into two sales versus one and possibly more sales on top of that. Because as I have trained and talked about in several podcast episodes, you want to have 
your community and your clients actually become a sounding board for you. You want to do such a great job of connecting with them, such a great job of providing them with service that they continually send you unsolicited referrals. Yes, every time you ask for a referral, maybe they have somebody in mind, but it gets to a point where they decide, you know what, I know somebody who's looking for what you have, and so I'm going to send them your way. I'm going to connect you to and make sure that you give them the same exemplary service that you provided to me. Unfortunately, in this situation, I can't do that. I can't recommend that the referral do business with this person because I haven't. And I certainly can't recommend anybody else that I meet in the future who needs those same services to do business with that vendor. So as a sales professional, you don't ever want to get yourself in that situation. And this is completely a result of lack of follow up. Had the person followed up with me when they said they would follow up, they would have had a sale by now. And most likely, they had been working on their second sale, which came from my referral. Your customers are the same way, and you need to be the same way. If you tell a customer you're going to do something, you need to do it. When you say you're going to do it, in a manner that you say you're going to do it in. All right? The old adage of under-promise and over-deliver speaks volumes to your professionalism. And for those of you who haven't heard it yet or don't understand what that means, very simple. As an example, if it's going to take you three days to get something done, tell the customer it's going to take a week, get them prepared to hear back from you in a week. And so when you get back to them in three days, it appears that you are moving faster than they thought you would move. You're more professional and that you are somebody who gets in front of a time constraint. On the flip side, if you know it's going to take you three days and you tell the customer, I'll get back to you in tomorrow or within two days, when it takes you those three days, the customer feels like you forgot about them, that their business isn't important or that you're just lazy. So you have to be on point with what you say. You have to be on point doing what you say you're going to do. And you have to be on point doing it in the time frame that you said you're going to do it because you don't know how many referrals you can possibly get from that customer who does or does not buy from you as a result of your follow up or lack thereof. I have comp always talked to you guys about setting up the next sale from the very beginning when you start setting yourself apart. You need to not be thinking about the sale that you're going to consummate with that specific client. But you want to think about the next sale that you're going to consummate with that client as well as the sale that you're going to consummate with the referrals of that client. And if you think about that, think through the customer you're trying to sell to when you are looking to sell them again or how many people are in their network that they can refer to you in order for you to branch off and have more sales from one customer than you would trying to go through all of these different lead sources. Again, reminding you, like I said, for the first example, I had to go through dozens of leads, cold leads to get to one individual who has given me an opportunity to earn their business. So you best believe that when I get an opportunity to earn their business, I'm going to ask them for referrals because it's going to make so much more of a difference talking to some of their colleagues, some of their neighbors, some of their business associates 
after they've done business with me rather than trying to go through another dozen, two dozen, three dozen lists of people who have no idea who I am, no idea what I do, and I have to start that whole process all over again. Keep in mind also the time frame. If she refers me to somebody, it's most likely that I'm going to shave a couple weeks off of the time frame that it took me to get her because it took a whole month for us to even get to this conversation and to this point in the transaction. So you, you got to keep in mind how critical it is that you do your follow-up. You can either follow up with the customer and give yourself an opportunity to make a sale, or you can tell the customer you're going to do something. Don't do it. Miss out on a potential sale. Miss out on potential sales beyond that sale. And most importantly, damage your reputation in the community when it comes to what it is that you sell. And you and I both know that your reputation is one of the most important things you can have as a sales professional. So guys, I just want to bring to light today two examples of the importance of follow-up, both from a positive perspective as well as a negative perspective, and how they both can influence your success as a sales professional. Make sure that you continue to follow up with your customers. Make sure you do what you say you're going to do. And make sure that you give the client the information that they are requesting from you in a timely manner, in the format that they are requesting that information. You become a master of follow-up and you will instantly start to see your sales increase. You will instantly start to see your profit margin increase and you will see your referrals increase. So go out there, make sure that you are following with your customers each and every time. Don't Get distracted by anything that's going to keep you from following up with the customer when you said you're going to follow up with them. Thank you guys for, again, listening to me this week. I really appreciate you joining in for another week of the podcast. Again, don't forget to subscribe. Take a few minutes and rate and review. It's very much appreciated. Check the notes for any links that you'd like to um, register for the Sales Pro Academy. Stay abreast of the progress of the sales, a simple book as that begins to get uh, closer to release date, as well as follow me on any social media platforms that you like so we can communicate throughout the week. You can send me some information, ask some questions, respond to any posts that you would like. Also, LinkedIn is another uh, opportunity for you to connect with me. So have a good week. Go out there. Do what you said you're going to do. Follow up with your customers. And always remember that the best way for you to get what you want is by giving others what they want.